Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hello and welcome into another episode of the Believe in Ohio State football podcast. My name is Tim Tully. I'm your host. Excited to bring you this week's action to talk a little bit about Oregon and Ohio State. Number 12, the Oregon Ducks, and the number 3, Ohio State Buckeyes, facing off in a big-time clash at noon on Saturday um, on Fox. Game of the week there, uh, Iowa, Iowa State, another big one on the calendar. Maybe we'll get into that. Um, but first, a word from our sponsors it's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. I'm sure you took a look at the Cowboys and the Buccaneers last night. What a great game. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest, the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, all open now at betonline.com. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of their promos, including, well, you might have just missed the Cowboys and Buccaneers promos, but there's plenty more up this week and maybe a little something for that big Sunday night L.A. Rams and Chicago Bears game. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So here we are, one and zero after the first game for Ohio State as they went up into Minnesota and took care of business against the Golden Gophers. Although it was a little shaky at the start, I know it went back and forth, and I think that's what, if you listen to the podcast last week, that's probably what you were expecting coming into the game. It was a typical Buckeye game where they took a couple punches early on. Uh, C.J. Stroud certainly took some time to settle in. Ibrahim was a problem and then ended up getting hurt, but I think the game was in hand by the time he exited. Um, you know, we saw a lot of different new talent from Ohio State. Of course, Mayan Williams was there last year, but that 71-yard touchdown was like an arrival moment for him. Parting the Red Sea, I thought the offensive line was fantastic in this game. If you look at a lot of the clips, and I watched the tape after, there are so many big holes that Williams was running through. Travion Henderson had a couple nice runs. Um, and, of course, the big touchdown, and Master Teague even squeaked his way through for some yards as well. Top performers for the Buckeyes, of course, C.J. Stroud, 294 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick um, on just 13 completions. So uh, pretty crazy numbers there, averaging just you know over 10 yards, maybe over 20 yards per completion there with a lot of big plays in Ohio State, of course, scoring 35 points in five and a, half, a span of five and a half minutes in the third quarter. Um, just really impressive stuff. I, I think when you look at the Buckeyes and kind of the group that they have, 
it was, what are we going to see? You know, are we going to see some of the same issues? And we did it linebacker. Um, it was a little bit uncertain. You know, every time that Abraham would run, it felt like they had him at the line of scrimmage and then he squeaked away. He's just a good back. And unfortunately his season is now over um, with the Achilles injury. He suffered in the third quarter of that game, which is just, you know, is really tough. And you think about teams like Minnesota who, you know, that's their guy. That's their horse. That's who's going to take him there. Um, and it's a real bummer to lose a guy like that in the first game. And especially um, when he opted to stay for his senior season rather than foregoing and going to the pros, it's, it's, you know, it's tough and it, it's a sad reality of college football and hopefully um, he'll be able to get back and get right and get healthy in time for the draft next year and he'll be a contributor in the NFL, no doubt about that. Um, just a little bit of cleaning up on the Minnesota game and the, the recaps in the future will be a little bit longer, just a bit of a, a crazy week and we had a recording on Tuesday that didn't end up recording so uh, we, will, we will go back and uh, assess our own tape and, and make sure we're better for that going forward. Some of the big performers for Ohio State, I thought Chris Olave, when Ohio State really needed him, um, showed up. It had two really big plays, of course, the long touchdown at the end of the game, but the first touchdown, 38-yard pass, where he catches it, he makes a couple moves, runs down, gives Ohio State that 17-14 lead after you know Minnesota had scored consecutive touchdowns. Um, to go up 14-10, to 10, that was where you're like, uh-oh, the bokeh is shaky here, right? Maybe he throws another pick, maybe things go wrong. Um Stroud found Olave for that touchdown. And then, you know, Minnesota struck right back, right? Five plays, 75 yards, two and a half minutes. So they punched Ohio State in the mouth a couple of times, and I thought the Buckeyes answered really well. Of course, the one-play 56-yard touchdown to Garrett Wilson certainly helped after he returned the punt. And you're and you're thinking to yourself, while everything is kind of going forward, you're like, man, I, I don't understand what's going on and where Ohio State and it was kind of like those games like I said last week you know like those games against Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championships where it's a little stagnant and then Terry McLaurin breaks away for an 80-yard touchdown or Paris Campbell runs away for a 75-yard touchdown at a certain point in these games Ohio State's talent usually shines through I mean if they can avoid turnovers and avoid getting gashed and maybe make a couple stops in there um, it's usually a very successful um route for Ohio State to just kind of weather the storm early and at halftime everybody really knew what what was gonna what was gonna happen there right they knew Ohio State was gonna come out hot they did score the touchdown great answer by Minnesota but just just at some point you're gonna be able to out athlete a lot of these teams and with CJ Stroud you know who struggled in the first half and then he got really comfortable in the second half started ripping it deep found those stud receivers and you know got a lot of help from them as well, right? You think about that swing pass to Trevion Henderson. It was a five-yard pass, but he floated it over the defensive end, and then, oh my God, Trevion Henderson. Imagine yourself, you're in a world and you're a Michigan fan, and Ohio State has had, in the last seven years, for running backs, they had Ezekiel Elliott, but we can go even before, right? Carlos Hyde, Ezekiel Elliott, J.K. Dobbins, and you're like, okay, here's an opportunity. They're not going to be able to gash us, right? There's, there's, Master Teague is okay, Mayon Williams is okay, but they're not gonna, you know, they're they're guys that Michigan could have. And then he catches that swing pass, and Trevion Henderson disappeared into the night. I mean, that was Braxton Miller spin move explosive. That was. Paris Campbell down the sideline in that Michigan game when he went on the pop pass and hit it. Um, my goodness. Like, do you even, can you even 
fathom that? That he catches a swing pass, he explodes up the field. There were guys there, and he just snuck right through the wickets. Like he he split through the entire defense at full speed, threw up the peace sign on the five yard line, and, and walked his way in to win the game. That kind of guy just comes for Ohio State. That guy's just there. And I'm sure on the Believe in Michigan podcast, they're they're talking about you know a good opening win against Western Michigan. And I think after seeing this game against Washington, who scored seven points. Um, And let me tell you, I don't know much about Montana. I'll admit it to you. I'll be straight up with you. I don't think they're better than Michigan. Um, And I don't think their defense is better than Michigan's. Michigan's going to pound Washington this week. And they're going to pound a couple of the Big Ten teams. And maybe they'll struggle against Penn State or they'll struggle against... um, you know, one of the random Big Ten games that can get thrown in there. But they're going to come into this Ohio State game with maybe one loss, maybe two losses, riding high. And then Trevion Henderson is going to run right through the middle of the field like that against them because it's the same gap. Which is, as a Michigan fan, you feel like you got your break, right? Like Dobbins is gone. Zeke is gone. Hyde is gone. Freshman quarterback. The first half, you're like, all right, you know, maybe we got them here, right? J.J. McCarthy looked good. But it's just not it's just not happening, man. It's just not happening. Um, Henderson's going to be here for a long time, at least three years. And he's going to be a problem. And they're going to have to worry about him. This is explosive running back, right? Looks like Zeke a little bit faster maybe, but he's not Curtis Samuel, right? He's a little more compact. I'm really excited to see what they do with him as the season goes on. Um, and I, I really think that's all we need to spend on the Minnesota game. It was... You know, what you were expecting, what we've seen in all these openers, right? What we saw against Virginia Tech the year after the national championship at Virginia Tech, slow. Braxton Miller hits the spin move, game's over. Um, Trayvon Henderson hits the hits the hole, game's over. CJ Stroud struggled at the start, figured it out, they're on a roll. And speaking of being on a roll, we have exciting news here at Believe. Our podcast is Partnering with PlayActionPools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with PlayActionPools.com Football Pick'em Challenge, which is open to everyone. Here is how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em, at PlayActionPools, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to send select the 10 highest-profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most correct picks each week will win a pair, a pair of electric sunglasses and DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest B-L-E-A-V, Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to Play Action Pools. They've got Survivor Pick'em and a cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. So now let's take a look at the Oregon Ducks. What do we know about Oregon coming into this game? We know, well, they struggled in their first game. Um, against Fresno State, an unranked Fresno State team, 31-24. Took a big Anthony Brown run late in the game to crack that open. Concerning, if you're an Oregon fan facing off against Ohio State, the spread is already minus 14.5 in favor of Ohio State uh, with money line pick for Oregon at some places. You can get it at plus 500. Um, But, of course, you're going to want to get it at betonline.ag little plug there for the boys uh when you look at what these two teams do right last week ohio state had almost 500 yards oregon had 350 uh ohio state played at the road against minnesota 
Oregon played at home, which is supposed to be a big home field advantage, versus Fresno State. Maybe some rust, maybe some issues. Anthony Brown, 15 for 24, 172 yards, so not really taking a lot of deep shots, not really stretching the field vertically. And uh, Verdell, the running back, 18 carries, 74 yards, and a touch. So, you know, there's nothing that really bothers me about this team when you look at a matchup against Ohio State. When I was thinking about, you know, Minnesota, you're like, okay, well, they're pretty together. They're feeling like they're they're a solid team. They got the running back. They got returning players. It's it's going to be a, a situation where Ohio State has a lot of inexperience on defense, and that experienced offense could concern you. And Ohio State has, you know, you don't know what you know about Stroud. I feel like the questions are a little bit more answered. And when you look at Oregon, I'm not sure there's anything that really drives you crazy, unless you're thinking about Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, coming off the edge and we don't know if Kayvon Thibodeau is going to play um, he did make the trip to Columbus so there is a chance he plays um, Justin Flo also a little bit banged up but I wouldn't anticipate both of them playing I think there hasn't been a lot of word on it and maybe we'll find out at the last second that Thibodeau won't go but it is a little scary to think about um, those two guys against you know CJ Stroud you know guys that can really pressure the quarterback guys that can really um, make things uncomfortable and Ohio State's offensive line played great last week so I do think uh, they have a really good chance to hold up but Thibodeau is definitely a guy who worries you he's a guy who can change the game he's a Chase Young like player um, who could come around the edge you know strip sack can flip the game but not like no other player right I think it's the most important play if you have a guy who can go and get the ball and go and hit the quarterback from the blind side I, I, there's no other position that plays a bigger role in a game particularly on defense So now it's time for the picks, right? Last week, uh, I had Ohio State winning by two touchdowns, uh, pretty close. Uh, They ended up pulling away and and winning that game by exactly two touchdowns, so your boy. I also said it was going to be close first half, Um, so feeling pretty good about that, although, you know, I didn't see Minnesota score in their first two drives like I saw, but they they did take the lead in the second quarter, so I felt pretty good about that, and they led at halftime. This week, I think Ohio State is going to come out. They're going to be comfortable. They're going to be playing in front of 110,000 Buckeye fans, um, which apparently not even 100,000 tickets have sold yet. So uh, we'll see where those numbers end up at the at game time. But, you know, I, I think Ohio State has kind of weathered the storm. They pushed their first game on the spread. This is a 14.5-point spread. That's a lot of points to give against the number 12 team in the country. But I I think Ohio State is going to blow this team out. Um, and you can say, Tim, you're, you know, you're home. Well, I, I think they're going to blow this team out. This team, they barely could get by Fresno last week. Ohio State had a good fight, pulled away at the end, learned a little bit about themselves. They're going to know what to do on offense. Anthony Brown doesn't scare you through the, through the air. I watched him at Boston College for a handful of years. He doesn't scare you through the air. Maybe the running can cause you a bit of an issue, but Ohio State does have guys who can move. They don't have big bruising linebackers, but they do have athletic guys who can move and, and keep him contained, um, and certainly guys who can go up and get the ball if he's going to try to throw deep. I, I don't really see Oregon putting up much of a fight in this game. I think the over-under at 63.5, I think that's in play. I think we're looking at a very similar score. I think we're looking at a 49-24 game. Um, Oregon with a late touchdown to make that. I, I really think right out of the gate, especially with the crowd, especially with everything going on, Ohio State's going to come out flying, get a couple early touchdowns, and there's just not going to be enough that Oregon can do. If Flo and Thibodeau play, maybe that's a touchdown swing, and we're looking at something more like 38-24. But I just think this is such a bad matchup for Oregon compared to Ohio State with 
where they are right now in terms of the season with the home field advantage for Ohio State, the fact that Ohio State's last four games have been against Northwestern, win, Clemson, 21-point win, Alabama, big loss, 28-point loss, and Minnesota, all pretty you know reputable teams. Oregon's 2-2 two and two in their last four, beating USC 31-24, Beating Iowa or losing to Iowa State in their last game of the season by 17, and just squeaking one out against Fresno, uh, and of course losing to Cal and Oregon State at the end of last season too. So I just like where Ohio State is at this point of the season. I like where C.J. Stroud is at this point of the season. I think he's a better quarterback than what you're going to get out of Anthony Brown, and I think you can feel pretty confident about the Buckeyes coming in there and winning by two touchdowns. That's why the line is is 14 and a half. I, I do think they can stretch it out to 17, but I don't think they're going to be kicking a lot of field goals. I think it's going to be more of it's either going to be 14 or 21. It's not going to be 17 or 14, uh, but I like Ohio State. I like 49 to 24, um, which if you're good at math and can think about it, that's the over as well. So I, I do think Ohio State's going to take care of about 75% of that over on their own um, and put you know, if Oregon scores a couple touchdowns, I think you're you're cashing that ticket as well on betonline.ag. So I appreciate you tuning in this week. Next week, we'll be able to break down the full Oregon game before looking forward probably at the rest of the month of September um, with a couple games that shouldn't be uh, quite as interesting as the first two games. So uh, we'll find ways to get around it, and we'll find ways to talk about the Buckeyes moving forward. Enjoy the first week of the NFL season. Um, take a look at the Buckeyes out there on the field. Um and hopefully we'll see some rookies shining for the Buckeyes also out there. No Justin Fields, but plenty of other guys out there looking to stake their claim on the season and make a name for themselves in the NFL. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Go Buckeyes. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.